In Florida Ag and Review for the week of April 5th, we start off with a report regarding the 2010 legislative session. With Florida's 2010 legislative session now in its sixth week, there are several issues still up in the air, such as the Springs Bill, Amendment 4, and of course, the budget. And therefore, Florida Farm Bureau President John Hoblick says it's imperative that they continue to keep a close eye on all of the action at the state capitol. The way things are going, the way budgets change daily, the way cuts are made on a daily basis, or, you know, even things put back into packages are important to us as well. So, yeah, we're going to stay on top of it. We've got a pretty good Farm Bureau network that we can call on the leadership and uh, respond on short notice if we need to. And Hoblick adds that another bill they have their eye on is their general ag bill, which they have been working on for the past several years. And sometimes, you know, those things that are good take a little longer to get through, so I'm optimistic. I think we'll get it through this year. The bill is currently passing through its respective committees with little opposition, with hopes that it will be on the floor for discussion soon. And now we continue with some disconcerting news from Ernie Neff. The U.S. Department of Agriculture Thursday confirmed that the serious fungal disease citrus black spot has been found in commercial citrus in Collier County. This is the first confirmed finding of black spot in the United States. It is of special concern to Florida's fresh fruit industry because serious diseases on fruit can lead to quarantines of fresh fruit shipments to other citrus-producing states and countries. However, the fruit-blemishing disease can also reduce fruit production, making it a concern to the juice industry as well. The good news is there are antifungal products to control this disease, but they increase already high production costs. Stay tuned to this station and check out the citrus section at www.southeastagnet.com for continuing updates. And as we turn our attention to livestock news, Randall Wiseman has this report. The president of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association is pleased with the news that U.S. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack will soon be heading on a trade mission to Japan. In a visit to the southeast, Steve Fogelsong said the key to getting cattle prices back up again is getting some trade back open. Secretary Vilsack is going to be heading to Japan here in a week or two, and uh, he's going to be carrying along some documents that say, you know, we're wanting to level the playing field. Uh, Senators Joe Hans and Lincoln have done a great job of promoting that. And uh, if you listen to the rhetoric that's coming out of D.C., you know, the president uh, wants to increase trade because he understands that increased trade increases jobs. I'm, uh, I'm 100% behind him. I wish them well and hope that the secretary goes over there and does a good job of selling beef in those markets. That would do us an awful lot of good towards getting to that goal of, you know, dollar fat steers and, and $1.50 calves. Fogelsong, while speaking at the Georgia Cattlemen's Association Convention, said it's critical for the U.S. to continue to engage with Japan and all of our international trading partners about the necessity of abiding by science-based international guidelines of beef trade. He said there's a hungry world out there and we've got to do a good job of providing that food. We've been criticized, you know, that we feed too much corn or this or that. You know, the reality of it is America's farmers and ranchers are good at what they do. They're the best there are. And given the opportunity, we will feed that world and we're going to have to in the next generation. So I think it's important for us today to continue to work together to get that goal and get the government to give us the help that will allow us to be successful in that adventure. Vogelsong said NCBA is encouraged the Obama administration intends to engage Japan in discussions about science-based import standards. Japan's failure to apply the OIE guidelines continues to result in significant losses for the U.S. beef industry, limiting us to about 25% of our potential market there. And as we wrap up for this week, we hear from Everett Greiner on his take on food safety. Is our food inspection system and our food safety system failing? 
or is the rest of the world's improving? Well, either way, it's putting America's food production system under pressure. Russia recently agreed to permit U.S. pork to be imported, provided it was processed under their inspection system. U.S. poultry products are still embargoed because of a similar complaint. China, of all countries, is slowing, even halting the import of some products because it doesn't meet certain health standards. Japan has restricted U.S. beef imports for several years now, ever since a single case of BSE, way several years ago. Now, consider how many food recalls we've had here in, in this country. Ground beef, peanut butter, lettuce. Uh, you know, we've always boasted that America has the safest food supply on the planet. Are we losing it? Or have we already lost it? And why? And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.